0: Hello and welcome to this week's virtual service for the fifth Sunday after the Epiphany. The adult forum continues this week at 9 o'clock, and we continue our discussion of Bishop Curry's book, Love is the Way, and you'll be receiving details in uh, in an email regarding how to participate. We're continuing to receive recipes for the Christchurch cookbook, which is a kind of Uh, Lenten uh, experience this year, a different kind of Lenten experience, so please email your favorite recipes to the church, uh, to Mary Bolin in particular here at Christ Church, and just a reminder that we are having our, uh, call it Adaptive uh, Shrove Tuesday Pancake Supper, Uh, that will be on Tuesday the 16th, and you're invited to come by the church between 5.30 and 7 in the evening and someone will bring dinner out to your car. And that person will be masked and will be gloved for your safety. We do ask that you let us know the number of meals that you would like. And our annual meeting is on Sunday the 14th. It will be virtual and it will be at noon. And there will be two training sessions uh, offered beforehand. Uh, One on Monday, the 8th of February at one o'clock and the other on Wednesday, the 10th of February at 5 o'clock. And you'll receive details, once more, you'll receive details in an email from the church. Thank you. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor.
2: Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us, was seated at the right-hand
0: Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Set us free, O God, from the bondage of our sins, and give us the liberty of that abundant life which you have made known to us in your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
1: A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. If I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no ground for boasting, for an obligation is laid on me, and woe to me if I do not proclaim the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward, but if not of my own will, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? Just this, that in my proclamation. I may make the gospel free of charge so as not to make full use of my rights in the gospel. For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself a slave to all so that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, though I am not free from God's law, but am under Christ's law, so that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, so that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that I might by all means save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, So that I may share in its
0: blessings. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hymn 493, verses 1 through 3.
1: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. When Jesus and his disciples left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening, at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go on to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Lord Christ. May I speak to you in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Early one morning, the disciples went looking for Jesus. In actuality, St. Mark tells us that they hunted for him, using a verb that typically describes a predator, searching for its prey or a type of hostile pursuit. And as odd as it may seem, this choice of words was probably intentional on the evangelist's part. And it was an early indication that the followers of Jesus didn't fully understand his mission in the world or what it meant to be a disciple. And to see how this played out, let's consider the rest of today's gospel passage. It comes immediately after last week's reading about the exorcism in the synagogue when the people were amazed by this new teaching with authority. At first glance, the passage today appears to continue that narrative about the power of Jesus to control the demonic forces in the world. It begins with the typical form of a classic healing story. We get a description of the illness, a request for healing, the healing itself, and then followed by a demonstration of the cure, or an acclamation of praise. In this case, Simon's mother-in-law is in bed with a fever, the disciple's told Jesus about her. He heals her by taking her hand and lifting her up, and then she starts serving them as proof that she'd been made whole. Then after the sun had set and the Sabbath was over, the people of the city, who had heard the news of this miraculous healer, they were free to then leave their home And bring to Jesus all who were sick or possessed with demons, whom he also healed and cured. The next morning, they went searching for him, hunting for him, and found him alone in a deserted place. They begged him to come back, for there was more healing and exorcising to do. But he said no. Jesus insisted that his message be proclaimed in the neighboring towns so that those people too may know his power and authority. That's basically the gist of our gospel passage. And it's probably all that Simon and the other disciples understood to have taken place. The power and authority of Jesus was on full display right in front of them. And they probably believed that that was what he came here to do. But if we examine the details of the narrative a little closer, if we look between the lines for some hidden revelations, we'll find that there's much more to this simple story than initially meets the eye. Simon's mother-in-law was released from the ailment that had plagued her without Jesus even speaking a word. And her first instinct was to serve him. Not to prove that she could or that it was somehow her duty, but because serving others is the best response she could give in thanksgiving for the blessing she had received. People from all over the city crowded the doorstep of the house to be healed from disease and released from demons. And these outcasts of society were being welcomed into the home of Simon with compassion and caring. Jesus slipped away early before daybreak, not to hide or stay away from the throng, but to have some quiet time of prayer and meditation refilling his soul and maintaining his connection with his heavenly Father. And lastly, the salvific and redemptive message of the kingdom that Jesus was bringing was too big to stay in one place. It must be spread far and wide so that everyone could hear and share in the good news that had come into the world. Simon and Andrew, James and John, when they awoke that morning and found that Jesus wasn't there, they went hunting for him with the sole intent to bring him back so that he would perform more acts of power and possibly they could bask in his reflective glory. And as the gospel accounts later prove, this wouldn't be the last time that they misunderstood his mission or what their role was to be in it. They dropped their nets and heeded his call to follow me, but they got so caught up in the big picture that they sometimes forgot that God is in the details. And it's those details where we discover what it really means to be a disciple of Christ. Service to others out of a grateful heart. Caring for and welcoming the poor and the outcast. Spending time alone in personal prayer to commune with God. And spreading the good news of the kingdom in the wider community and to the ends of the earth. As St. Paul wrote in his first letter to the Corinthians being a disciple of Jesus Christ, being saved from the powers of sin and death through the waters of baptism and following him as our Lord and Savior means that we have an obligation to become all things to all people in order that we might by all means save some and to do it all for the sake of the gospel so that we may share in its blessings. Because that, my friends, is precisely what this hurting and divided world is desperately searching for, is desperately hunting for. And I pray that God gives us grace so that in us Christ may be
0: found and we in him amen amen let us affirm our faith in god using the words of the nicene creed on page 358 we believe in one god the The father the the almighty maker of heaven and earth earth, of all that is seen and unseen unseen. we We believe believe in in one lord jesus Christ, christ the only son of god eternally begotten of the father We believe in in one holy, catholic, and apostolic apostolic church. Church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of of sins.
1: We look for the resurrection of the the dead and and the life life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people are Form 4, page 388 in the prayer book. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. and love one another as he loves us. Today we pray especially for the Church of the Transfiguration in Mountain Grove, for Father Fritz Valdema and Carmel Valdema, and the Lesquad to Moon Clinic in Haiti, and for the Heartland Curcio. We also pray for special needs, including caregivers and their families, healthcare professionals and their families, and for our military personnel and their families. Lord, in your mercy,
0: hear our prayer.
1: Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. Today we pray especially for Stephen Anderson, Margaret Banta, Chris Booth, Kirk Brantner, Charles Bush, Ken Elan, Janet Fithian, Kirk Goforth. Nancy Johnson, Laura Johnson and family, Beverly Kettle, Tanya Kirby, Barbara Knowlton, Myrna Lanier, Linda Likens, Will Long, Nancy Luckfield, Margot McGinnis, Greg Messier, Louise Morgan, Wally Munden, Sue Renan, Chuck Singleton, Corky Taylor, David Taylor, Amy Recamper, Richard and Ginger Taylor, Summer Yarnell, Dorothy, and Rob. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer.
0: O Lord, our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever, Amen.
2: I saw the Lord
0: Where is the so
2: refreshing view Of Jesus and his word Return, O holy Dove, return Sweet messenger of rest I hate the sins that made
1: And And lead us not not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
0: Faithful God, in the wonder of your wisdom and love, you fed your people in the wilderness with the bread of angels, and you sent Jesus to be the bread of life. Though at this time we cannot consume your gifts of bread and wine, we thank you that we have received the sacrament of Christ's presence, the forgiveness of sins, and all other benefits of Christ's passion. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we embody your desire and be renewed for your service through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you now and forever. Amen. Amen.